Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth. And this is Never TMI. Where we talk about real things. And nothing is ever off limits. Good day, everyone on the podcast. Hello, hello. Um, I'm really excited about today's topic. I feel like it's a big one, but we haven't really... I don't know. It feels like pop culture honestly. Yeah, I feel like we don't really talk about stuff like this. So we Yeah, but it's important. I feel like, I don't know, I love hearing people's opinions and uh, just like outlook on things like this. So hopefully it's not <laughs> too controversial, but this is just, I'm excited to have a conversation. But um, we today are going to be talking about cancel culture and just, um, I don't know. Not like our take, but just our thoughts, like have a discussion about um, the topic itself. Like, I feel like it's just huge. Um, And I feel like lately, probably in the past six months, there's been like so many little random things that I find myself um like making an opinion on like forming an opinion and then kind of like getting into judgment over and um like dumb things I should say so I don't know if any of you guys watch like Vanderpump Rules or Haley (laughs) I know it is literally the definition of trash um but I I feel like everyone well it it's just like it can't be good for the brain you know what I mean the highest drama on TV. We went to Houston this past week and I like was just mentioning it. And my sister was like, oh, we should watch it tonight. And I was like, literally, no, I'm ashamed <laughs> <laughs> to put it on um, in front of anyone. Like, it's just so bad. But it is very entertaining. And I used to watch it and then took like literally 10 seasons off. But apparently it's been juicy this season. So I picked it back up. Probably won't be watching again. But anyway. Um, there's just been like, I won't get into it cause I'm sure some people don't obviously watch it. Um, but there's just this like drama in there that everybody has like opinions on and, um, Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez, like that whole thing that I'm sure a lot of people are aware of. Like I've talked to so many of you guys about it, um, which is really fun. Um, so yeah, little things like that where, or one I mentioned to Seth today was like Morgan Wallen when he was kind of canceled essentially. Um, and yeah, just like different influencers, different people, different, whatever figures, celebrities. And it's just always interesting to me, um, how, like as a society, how quick we are today to just be like oh they're done um and kind of the effects I feel like that has on our empathy our uh reactions like I don't know do you know what I'm saying yeah I think though I mean when I heard the term cancel culture I was not sure what it means so if you could just like oh sure briefly define it I know obviously I know what it is yeah. And like after I heard someone talking about it, it's like, oh, that makes sense. But the term, and if you're a little bit like me, you probably don't follow with social mm-hmm. media or like, you know, hearing some of these names, names, it might not be registering to you. So I would say, like, which is fine and irrelevant. Yeah, like, it's, they're just examples mm-hmm. of, but like, I would, what would you say is a definition of cancel culture? Or how would you explain oh, man. what that is? Definition is a tough one, but I would say like just, you know, anyone, even in sports, like. Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, who, <laughs> whatever. Michael Vick is a good example. Old example. But yeah, a, but I mean, a good one. Um, Kind of like the way that someone put it recently that was a really great way what it's just this this topic like when you said michael vick 
it's like I can see it both ways. Like there's oh, totally. So it's totally. It, it's a good topic. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead though. No. Um. Uh. <laughs> reducing someone. This is how uh, someone said it. That was great. Um, reducing someone to their biggest mistake, I think is the, the, the short way to put it. It's like, Oh, Mm -hmm. this is who you are. This is what you did. You're done. Um, and like, I don't know. I feel like, uh, I mean, the word cancel, it's like, you're canceled. (laughs) Like, um, your show wasn't good. Canceled like that to me is just kind of what it means. It's like, okay, I'm writing you off. You're no longer, like you no longer deserve to be in whatever space you're in. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because uh, like there are instances where it's like, sometimes it's really necessary to kind of like, um, I don't know the word, but like sometimes people need to be not canceled, but like sometimes people need to be checked or held accountable for sure, mm-hmm. or maybe replaced or moved or something. So like, I totally feel like there is room for that. And it's absolutely necessary. Sometimes I think of like someone in power or someone, maybe a teacher or whatever, who, um, I don't know. And I guess there's a difference between like, you know, uh, like jobs and, and all kind of, like if you're not doing your job, obviously, but like, mm-hmm. I'm more so talking about like society, culture, like today, uh, social media, huge. More like people as people. Exactly. Not like, not like your, profession wise. Yeah. Cause I can definitely see like, you know, I think of it as like a boss from a boss's mm-hmm. position. Like there could be someone in your company, an employee who isn't doing the things the right way. And it's just like, and time and time again, they've proven themselves not capable of the job. Yeah. Cancel. Like there's a, there's a point where (laughs) you just have to like, yeah. Yes, absolutely. But we're not. Yeah. So that's not what we're talking about. Not what we're talking about, obviously. Um, well not obviously, but yeah, hopefully that is clear, but I don't know when I think of, um, Let's take, I feel like Morgan Wallen would be an example that is kind of the most male and female, like, I don't know, because that was a pretty big one. Um, I don't, you know, Justin Bieber, all that kind of stuff, or Selena Gomez, I don't know if that is going to register as much, I'm sure it would, but we'll go with Morgan Wallen. So he, probably like a year ago, would you say? Do you remember? I vaguely remember. I don't vaguely. Know. It was probably. I feel like it was everywhere for so long. Um, but he said the N word. For those of you who don't know, um, Morgan Wall is a country singer, a a huge one, a wildly successful one. Um, I think he's like number one and has been for so long. Um, in in the charts and all that kind of stuff. But he said the N word and was like caught on tape. I think just like belligerently drunk. And like yelled it, and that was like that. That was to so many people. They were like, "Oh, he's done. Like canceled. He had to." Um, I I don't really know on like a professional level, like what happened. If I I don't know if he was dropped. I don't know whatever. But I know a lot of his shows were canceled. I know <laughs> that he essentially like took a massive hiatus I would say for like over a year I think I as far as like I remember obviously that's not the case anymore um but that was interesting because it was like I remember my opinion on it I remember like my take and I remember people not really liking it which was really interesting some people did but some people were like no (laughs) like that whatever so in my mind number one it was like we were like so quick to we we saw this moment from 
him, you know, like we got eyes on this moment, which was like a luxury essentially for us. Like we don't get eyes on people's real life. You know what I mean? Like typically. Um, so the fact that that was like on public display for us, it was like, oh, now we, we have this information that we get to decide what to do with it. You know, obviously that was like a bad moment for him. That was a negative, it, it was a terrible thing. And I 100% believe that, but I think a few thoughts in my mind, like one of them was, <laughs> one of them was just like, I don't know the hearts and minds and these conversations happening within anyone else either. So like even just country singers, for example, it's like, I don't know how they're talking. I don't know. Like we just caught this moment uh, of this person, you know what I mean? And again, it was a terrible moment. So please don't take anything that I'm saying as justifying it whatsoever. Um, But it was like, you know, people were like, are you still going to listen to his music? Are you going to do this? Are you going to like, um, or I think I added like one of his songs to my story, my Instagram story one time and people were like, oh, so you, whatever. Um, but to me, it was like, there's so many things, so many businesses we support, so many um, musicians, so many athletes we like rave about and we don't know, like, this is just like one piece of it for me personally was like all these people could be corrupt and messed up. And <laughs> a lot of them might be, you know what I mean? Like I shop at, you know, I, I go to Starbucks and there's probably a lot of things that they do or say, or the, their character might not be great. Like I have no idea, but you know, who knows like what I'm really supporting. So that was just a piece of my take on that it was like and and again there's the opposite argument of like okay listening to his music you're like supporting him and all this kind of stuff but in my mind it was like yeah I think it's wrong and that's really disappointing um but I think the issue that we're trying to talk about is is it okay to judge someone from a single infraction of their life and then use that yeah. to blanket statements and say that is who this person is like that to me is what cancel culture is someone does something it's you're catching them in in the moment of life that they're not like on top of their game or they're mm -hmm. they're at the bottom like they're doing something that's not and whether it was a acceptable. moment a moment or a reflection of their true character right. you don't know they're caught in the moment doing something and then the public is now taking an opinion to say wow, this person, I can't believe yeah. this person did that. And so, like, we're not going to I think, them. yeah, I think the point that I was trying to stress with that is that you you don't know. Like, one of the points is that you don't know. You don't know if he knows better or not. You don't know if he, like. Is racist or not. Is racist or not. You don't know if, whatever. Like, one moment. So, you know, to cancel and to be like, I'm done. Don't support him. All that kind of stuff. Um, it's a hard line, but I do feel like, I don't know, I would say today it's definitely become so, people have become so quick and I think when we, when we have this one piece of information about somebody, like, who, who are we, you know, to like, cancel them or decide or to make the assumption of like no they should be done because so and so like I feel like it robs you of your empathy your reaction to them also like I feel like is important um and and a, like a reflection of you and where you're at I feel like we're looking for a reason to be like you're done, you're done, you're done. Um, but Seth and I were literally talking today and it's like, if I'm pretty sure 
every single one of us at some point would be canceled if someone took our worst moment. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would be done for. And you could take my top 30 worst moments and each of them, you know, it's like, but looking at other people and not having like the grace or the empathy or giving someone the benefit of the doubt. And then you can get into like love and what that really means to like, or forget. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I think just as people, we have to remember that other people are people just Mm -hmm. like we, I am a person and humanity is fallen. Like, like there is no perfect human. Every, every human has mistakes and so I think that, you know, like what you're saying, the issue is that we've now, as a society, we've be, we've become so quick to judge people. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Without a full understanding, too, sometimes, you know. Right. And, and so I guess the question then is, is it okay, you know, in the way that society is going, is that, like, okay? And if... If it's not okay, then, like, what are you to do about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't think it's okay. I think it's it's quite damaging um, and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Not only... Pardon? I think dangerous is a good word to put it. I just think for the individual, but also for yourself like for us you know as people like i even with i mean the the like even like pop culture drama it's like i can be so quick to be like that is disgusting i can't believe she did that he did that like what and then i always get to a point where i'm like okay but they're like a real person (laughs) like they made that decision which is sad in the first place like what even led them to be able to be capable to like make that decision. Like you literally just never know. It's like, were they, what issues might they have? Like, did they not have a a parent figure? Did they have a really poor parent, but whatever. Um, you, there's so many pieces to things that we don't understand. And even going as far as to say like, and this is probably a little crazy, but I feel like um, the prison system, which is messed up, our justice system is not good. And that's another topic. Um, but people who do deserve to be in jail, I still feel like it's important to be able to have empathy one million percent. Um for those people because the decisions that were like again like you said like we're human every everyone's making decisions for something it's like even like the craziest of people there's a reason they are able to make those decisions do you know what i mean which is sad so it's like instead of being like wishing harm on someone and that's what i mean by like your reaction to them i think is really important to note like even for me with like the dumb stuff like Vanderpump rules or, you know, Haley and Selena, it's like, man, I hope she sees this. Or I wonder if like, if she sees like all these people come to whatever, it's like, I'm not saying that's how I felt. I'm just saying in general, like if you're like wanting someone to feel bad or if you're like excited and it feels good, um, to see someone like get justice. Like I get that. But at the same time, it's like I have to watch myself and be careful about like, where's my heart at? Like, is my heart wishing them harm? Is my heart like to really truly like cancel them? And I hope they have no future and they lose all their opportunities and all that kind of stuff. It's like, that says a lot, you know, about, me rather than like man I really hope they change I really hope they are able to learn and grow from this I really hope like having that heart posture um 
which I think takes work too, because we're human and we're messed up, you know, like when we see someone do something terrible, like there's like a natural thing inside of a human to be like, I want something terrible to happen to them. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think it's okay. And I don't, I don't really know like the answer for it, but I do feel like looking at like even just taking a moment to pause and reflect and remember that they're literally a human being. You know what I mean? Like that they, um, that we don't know why they made that decision or we don't know what led them to be capable of that or where are they at now? Like were they completely ignorant and it was like, oh my gosh, you know, or, or knowing the natural consequences or putting yourself in their shoes like that. I even remember with Morgan Wallen, I'm like, man, you were at the top of your game and that is going to suck. You know, like that really stinks being able to like take a second and be like, man, how's this affecting someone who has a heart, who has a, whatever his character might be. Um, and I'm just using him as an example. Like I'm not like a diehard Morgan Wallen fan. It was just like a, that was a kind of like a polarizing one that I feel like people would know. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, I think as I'm listening to you, I'm also, I'm pondering the question of like why why do I even make it my issue? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I'm reminded that's one of the reasons I don't use social media. Yeah. Because. It's hard not to if it's right in front of you. Yeah, it's like the more we're inundated with other people's lives, the mm-hmm. more we're giving ourselves room to to then mm-hmm. judge people. Yeah. But it's like without, you know, without social media without paparazzi like like mm-hmm. if you just look at the common average person mm-hmm. they're living a life just like someone who's put in the limelight mm-hmm. and obviously there's differences but they're living this track they're on a track of living their life mm-hmm. and if you're just taking snapshots out of one uh, you know out mm-hmm. of these people's lives and granted I think there's a a responsibility that comes with someone who's extremely successful like in a, mm-hmm. in, a, in the someone who's in the public eye someone who's extremely successful at what they do mm-hmm. like there there are things that come with that that you should be prepared for mm-hmm. and, and so to then you know that's where it does come down to like a character issue of uh, of a person or the character of the person mm-hmm. and how they they act and, and so but i'm just I, I keep coming back to like why does it matter to me mm-hmm. what someone else does and it's not that it it's not that i you know it's not that it's like bad to know but i think the danger of judgment is that there's like a law of reciprocation of judgment Mm -hmm. as I judge someone else. Now I'm, I'm in, I'm essentially inviting someone else to judge me in the same manner for, Mm -hmm. and and I think, I think that's when, you know, you're kind of like setting yourself up for, for that to happen. When we start to judge people and say, you know, you, you did this. So, like mm-hmm. and and that's where that's where the fine line is it's like just because you just because you did something wrong like i need to use wisdom to then discern do i continue to support this person mm-hmm. do i continue totally. like if i if i pull my car into a mechanic shop 
and they change my tires and I pull out and my tire like falls off. I'm probably not going to take it back to the same place to get it repaired. If I, if it's like the same guy, if I know the same guy's going to be working on it, because it's like, no, I've lost this bond of trust to like entrust you essentially with my life now as I'm Mm -hmm. out on the road. And I think there's wisdom in that. And it's not to say that I now need to go and just blanket statement like, hey, wherever I live, don't go to this guy's mechanic shop Mm -hmm. because he almost killed me because he made a mistake or. Mm -hmm. And that's where you just you get into the unknowns. There's so many unknowns of it. It's like, was it a mistake? Was it intentional? Like, I don't know the guy. Has this happened so many times or is that the only Yeah, it's just like, man. And I think that's where, as people, we really have to come down to the heart of love, Mm -hmm. which is, unfortunately, it's it's, it's unfortunate, but it's fortunate. Unfortunately, I think as people, we are called to, to extend the hand of grace Mm -hmm. if it comes down to a decision like that. Do I, do I trust him or like, do I give him a second chance or do I not? Mm -hmm. And again, that's where some of these questions I think become irrelevant. It's like, do I support Morgan Wallen or do I not? Well, it doesn't really matter to you unless you maybe just always listen to his music and then it's like, oh, he did that. Like, I, I feel like we're always continuously, like day in and day out, we're building this repertoire of like who we are, and it's mm-hmm. proven by what we do. Mm-hmm. And for someone to then take a moment of that and judge someone, that's not a full picture. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, I think it's like the example of Instagram or Facebook. Like, I see these snapshots of people's lives. And I have to look at that with the filter of this snapshot has been edited, colored, recolored, like cropped. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at the best version of this moment possible mm-hmm. on this screen. And now it's like, why, why do I feel like I need to make a judgment based on that? Mm-hmm. And I think the, so I don't know. It's it's hard for me. Even the the concept of like talking about, um, like a stance on something. Yeah, it's just like, and what was the, what was the shirt, Pastor Robert was cancel, wearing? Cancel, cancel, cancel. Yeah, it's like, as a, I don't know. It's just as a culture, like it's like why. Why do we need to be so quick to judge? And it's hard because I understand it. Like, I can be so quick to judge. I feel like we've been conditioned to become that way. But what do you do to change that? I think we have to change our hearts. And I think we have to take our focus off of other people. Like, we can't have this comparison Mm -hmm. game. But it's so hard in today's day and age. Well, I also feel like things can be... There's measures we can take on our own to make sure we aren't inundated with a million different things to make it harder for us to not judge, to not like, I think you not having social media makes it pretty easy for you to like, not only not care, but not even be aware of so many things happening that don't necessarily matter. (laughs) Like, but it is interesting, like, when I even when I look at the difference between you and me, like, there is, like, a part of my day dedicated to, like, ooh, okay, there's, like, a new post about this or this the reunion part three that I'm going to watch and I'm going to have opinions on and I'm going to have feelings and thoughts. And it's, like, that isn't necessary, nor is it productive. And I am giving myself an opportunity to step into judgment and to on on thing on something that literally has nothing to do with me that I will not change um so I think that's a good point of like why 
if it's not like affecting you or like what we don't have to take the judgment role ever like we shouldn't you know what i mean like um no go ahead but i will say there that's not to say that we should never take that position well obviously right but um like you we need heard discernment this, and wisdom and you do but there's also like we heard a quote recently and it was basically saying um the emotion of anger prompted both the civil war and the civil rights movement mm-hmm. one i mean i guess from different perspectives you could argue both as as you know, there's good and bad that came from both. Mm-hmm. But typically, you know, from a, a broad perspective, the Civil War, you know, I would say war is more catastrophic. Civil rights movement, though, we're fighting for rights of humanity. And, and and a war is essentially, you know, you're you're trying to protect rights for humanity as well mm-hmm. and, and freedoms. So it, I can see how it goes both ways. But like... The it's, whole point is like the point though is that there's like a the anger or the the way that you feel towards something can be a spark for mm-hmm. a a great change mm-hmm. and so it's not to say that oh someone does something like this, like George Floyd, I think that's a good example mm-hmm. like that sparked change for something that needs that needed to be addressed. But it also sparked a lot of hate, unnecessary anger and hatred. Yes, absolutely. And, um, but absolutely, some necessary things right. that came from that that were positive out of people's right anger. Right. And so it's not to say that I hear that on the news and because me, Seth Gibson in yeah. Texas, like, and I don't even know where that happened. But it's like, because I'm so far removed or whatever, like, it doesn't affect me. Like, that, there's a difference, I think, between that and then taking a stance to say, like, oh, like, this is, like, t- I guess, e- even the Morgan Wallen thing, uh, well, no, I don't know. Because they're, they're kind of the same. I'm trying to think of, like, a different example. Vanderpump rules. <laughs> <laughs> that Vanderpump. doesn't matter. It's just like, what, yeah. at what point do you choose to like say, "Oh, this is worth it for me to stand up and do something about"? Well, also, there, there sometimes is absolutely nothing to be done. Absolutely, there's not and, like and that's just important to be aware about something of, or bandwagoning to say like, "Oh, you know, she sucks," or "Can't yeah, believe like, she did that." Yeah. That's where it, it can seem. But no, it can you're you're absolutely right. Like there's anger, you know, righteous anger if you will, or anger that is is healthy and positive and necessary in some cases to make some changes. Um you think about all the gun laws, all that kind of stuff. Like there's things that can spark things in you um one way or another that it's good and positive and necessary but i think obviously there's like discernment within that like is this worth it is there something stirring up inside of me that's really unproductive that's pointless that's not lead gonna lead anywhere um or that's leading like getting me into like you know hating someone or hating you know um judging someone or is there like, man, this happened and that was so wrong and the injustice infuriates me. What can I do with this? Let's do something about it mm-hmm. and not focus so much because it's also unproductive, you know, take George Floyd. It's also unproductive to just sit and like hate that police officer and not do anything about it and just wish poorly on him. It's like, I get it. I'm with you. However, yeah. there's but, a difference between that and, you know what I mean? It's like that's unproductive as well. But it's almost like an injustice both ways. Like it's it's unjust or it's unjust for 
uh, let's use the Morgan Wallen example. It's unjust for him to have done what he did. Yeah. But it's also unjust for me personally mm. to sit back and then judge him for that action and, and you know, basically say like, oh, you're a terrible human because you, like, mm-hmm. I can't believe he would ever do that. And that's like, hard. That's hard for me because when I do think of the George Floyd issue, it's it that it can be hard because I'm like, no, I 100% believe that like, well, and that, you that may is be a difficult. horrible person. You know what I mean? Like, so that is, that is hard. Well, and that's where... Because they could be, be, you know, like... Right, but this will be my last point. Anger isn't always a bad... Like, anger isn't a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And you you mentioned this, the the word righteous anger. There is a righteous anger. But Mm -hmm. I do think we as humans, in a perfect world, we are to be slow to anger. Yes. And that is knowing, and and this is our stance as Believers. believers, that is knowing that we serve a righteous God... And yes. that God is the ultimate judge, and regard everything that I've done, I'm gonna have to attest for at some point mm-hmm. in my life. And so, like, that is why I think we, when it comes, when push comes to shove, to shove, we are to extend a hand of grace, knowing that whatever you do, or I do, or whatever anyone does, at some point in their life they're going to have to answer for that mm-hmm. and it's that is why i think it's our it's not our responsibility to then judge like yes use wisdom yes use discernment but we also have a responsibility to love them knowing that mm-hmm. judgment is coming for all of us and uh, yes and my last point i just i as crazy and as hard as it is to take this heart posture and to truly mean it in your heart or in my heart. But like, I know this is, I feel like we need to get to a point as a culture, as a society, mm-hmm. where take, you know, George Floyd and that officer, for example, my heart towards that officer, like, again, as much as it, as, as hard as it is to say, it's like my, I want my heart for him to be, um, not that he's done for the rest of his life and that who he is as a person uh, you know, he just gets whatever, gets what he deserves on earth and all that kind of stuff. Like, I want to be able to find joy in his transformation or his heart transformation or his character change or his growth, you know, and that's something we will probably never, ever know. But it's like, if our hearts can get to that place rather than, you know, and of course, again, there's the righteous anger of like, oh no, absolutely. Something needs to be done. There is no like, well, hopefully you learn from that. Like, no. Mm -hmm. Um, Once like earthly justice is served, that's great. That's necessary. That's accountability. That's helpful. That's, that's good. Beyond that, for me to sit and just wish harm on this man and hopefully he knows everybody hates him, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, that's wrong. Um, So I think as a society, when we look at people in pop culture, when we look at really big, serious issues like that or um, athletes and all that kind of stuff, like people, just people in general, taking the heart posture of like grace and empathy and benefit of the doubt. And, um, and even if necessary anger, but productive anger and not passing the point of like, I just hate that person. I, I just wish whatever on that person like that, I think is the problem. Mm -hmm. And I think if we can stop ourselves at a place to where something can change or 
we can have the wisdom, like growing in our wisdom of, is this even productive at all? Do I need to be filling my mind with this? Am I just judging someone just because? And remembering that like, if my stuff were on blast, I whatever. Um, so yeah, I think getting to that place, not wishing ill on people, um, not just canceling them and hoping to end their career or their life or their, you know, whatever, like getting past that and either not judging them whatsoever. Um, and kind of being like, I'm gonna step away from that. They're human. That was really dumb, but I'm not going to sit here and like judge them for it or stepping into the productive anger of like, let's make a change. I'm not going to hate this person, even though everything inside of me wants to. I don't wish ill on them. I want justice for them. And hopefully they can learn from that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think also just to relate it to our personal lives a little bit more, Mm -hmm. because a lot of this we're talking about like pop culture, but I I do think there's cancel culture in us. I know for me, I have cancel culture in me, in my, in my life with between Mm. peers, friends, colleagues, like coworkers, like it's not, I think the heart of it, it comes down to like a selfish judgmental mindset and attitude. And that is what I always have to check myself on is what is my heart posture towards this and why? But it's like, if I'm, I don't know, I can just as easily become jealous of someone in my work who's maybe doing it better than I am. And it's like, oh man, I wish I was doing whatever I do as well as this person and I'm jealous for it. And now because I'm jealous, I want them to just like, I'm looking for things. Yeah, Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming overly critical now because I have this heart posture of, I want what you have. Mm -hmm. So I I'm hoping the worst for you so that it makes me look better. Mm -hmm. And that is like a very real personal person books, like a experience experience and, and just like something that it's not like I out with the worst intentions, but over time I can be looking at someone and end up wanting what they want and I'm not getting it. And so I become Mm -hmm. jealous for it. And it's just like, we as humans just try to, we're so selfish in the sense that we just are always trying to look out for ourselves. And I think we really have to step back and one, we have to notice those feelings in us first and then two step back and say like, why, why do I want that? Like, why am I hyper focusing on yeah, this? Why am I? And then yeah. what is what is my issue? Not with what this person's doing, but who this person is. Like, why do I have an issue with them? Do I have an issue with them? Is it just my motives are out of line? Like, how, what do I need to put back and check in my life mm-hmm. to then, you know, basically put myself in a place of love and to want the best for them? And I think that's the way to counter. Mm-hmm. Um, the insecurity, the judgment, the What's it counterculture. What is it? Cancel culture. Cancel. I was oh. like, the counter <laughs> cancel yeah. culture. Dang it! I just tripped up. No. What is the the way to counter cancel culture? Yeah. Is to then flip the script to say instead of wanting the worst for someone, being able to like be someone's biggest cheerleader in moments of their success. Mm-hmm. Because so it, it will change your heart over that, time. That is how, that's how you will change your heart. Like instead of wanting the worst for someone in their worst moments, totally. want the best for someone in their best moments. And when you can do that, you now know that you have a different heart posture and, mm-hmm. and your, your posture towards that person or that situation has changed. Okay. Can I say one last thing before we go? Yeah. Are you done? That'll I, be did I interrupt one. you? Okay. No. Last thing I just want to say, like there you there was this girl that I used to follow on Instagram and this is like it's almost embarrassing, but you know, here we are never too much. And I literally had to like mute her stories, mute her posts and stuff because this girl was living her best life, just 
unfazed by me whatsoever. Probably didn't even know I existed. But I was so bothered. Like, I, but it was interesting because it was like a drug. It was like I had to see what she was doing and I had to see. It was like something inside of my messed up self was like, let me go look. You know, she would be like one of my top little bubbles of like stories that you watch. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, why? So I eventually had to like mute because there was, and I can't even pinpoint what it was that I was just like triggered by. I was like, why does this person, why does she bother me? But I would find myself just being like, oh, like, I don't know, just having like feeling some type of way. And again, didn't know her, didn't talk to her, nothing. But it was just, I genuinely had to look at myself and be like, what's the issue here? Why am I so fixated? Um, is it jealousy? Is it, um, and not even jealousy of, of like, oh, I want her life. It could be, man, she's so confident. She's so, there's not a care in the world. She's such a great mom, like such, like just a different mom that like I would want to be, or, um, she's so knowledgeable on so many things and like has so much value to share. Like there were so many things that I was like, what, what is it in me that is like not looking for this person to fail? Cause it wasn't that deep, but just like aware. And I think if someone makes us feel some type of way and they're not even, they could not even know you exist, <laughs> but they make you feel some type of way. Like, that too can be like a driving factor of like, oh, you're just like annoying. And then you're more critical and more judgmental and all that kind of stuff. And I would find myself being like, you don't like, you were just doing this though. So just mentally in my mind, it's just like, and it would just get me in a bad headspace. And so again, I had to like mute her and all that kind of stuff. And that really was super helpful because it, it just wasn't like, something I had to like work against all the time. Um, so it's just interesting. I think that's a great point of like not being aware of your heart, looking inward instead of outward. Like, man, I can't believe this person's like, why is this bothering me so much? Like why, why, um, uh, even when it comes to Vanderpump rules, as dumb as that sounds, it's like, what if, if, this person is like bothering you. If what this, you know, cast member on this Bravo show did is making you enraged. What is that? Like, are you like, man, she just thinks she's better. She just thinks she's, you know, too cute and good. Like, good. I hope this comes whatever. It's like, what's inside of you. It'll be real easy to like reveal, like it'll reveal the, the messed up in you, the thing that you might need to work on. It's like, cause this could happen over here and I really don't care. But this, this girl, for some reason, who's like maybe confident, maybe gorgeous, maybe whatever. And she did that. It's like, Oh, that makes me feel something. This might've not made me feel something. So it's like, maybe you're insecure. Maybe you, there's something there. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Looking inward instead of just like mm. letting yourself judge and so easily because it is really easy so easily just looking at someone else and being like oh that was annoying even if it's not like i'm canceling them it's just like just the the nitpicky yeah, the same heart posture yeah same thing so i i think too and i know <laughs> it's like just, last point last point but these are you know this is part of the conversation yeah no i'm like I'm we're in the season of essentially going through the house and yeah. decluttering as we're prepping Lord for this baby. Us. And yeah. there's just, you, there's just an accumulation of junk that I feel like we are trying to rid of or just apply like organization to what we do have. Yeah. And so I think about that though. And I, it's like, <clears throat> I do think in our, emotional lives mm -hmm. we almost need to do the same thing totally of weeding through 
of weeding through, but it's like Vanderpump. And this, I'm not <laughs> I can tell if the thing is like, <laughs> if it's, if it's like the nonsense, like, yeah, I, cause I, feel I, like I definitely been, think, like convicted lately. I like, I think there's, there's two, there's two, I mean, in respect to what I'm talking about, there's two categories of things. It's like, I, I have this feeling towards someone who has no idea that I'm even a person. That is an issue between me, myself and I. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if that's bothering you, you should yeah. then like mute it or get rid of it. Like we know people who have hit, you know, same issue and they get rid of Instagram and it's like, wow, you, I can tell that something's changed in your life. Totally. And it's yeah. just like, that is going to be better for you. And you should just like know that eliminate whatever that source of, or that source of anxiety is or yeah. whatever it is. But on the other hand, there's the aspect of, like, the relational aspect of real people, like, feelings towards, you know, person to person. Yeah. I know you. I see you. I interact with you. And in those situations, I don't think the right thing to do is just, like, mute it or shut it down, but it's to actually then work through. And that's, it's not an easy thing. Mm -hmm. And I can think of a specific, I can think of an example I had feelings towards someone and it was just like, I don't even know what it is, why, and I couldn't pinpoint it. And mm. I just, one day I felt like I was supposed to give this person something of mine that I really like valued and mm. I gave it to him. And it was like, as soon as I did that, I felt like this heart or this, I felt this like imagine, a, yeah. imaginary tie like be severed. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like ever since then, like it's it's changed the relationship for the better. Mm-hmm. But it whatever the the real relationships that you do have that you struggle with, mm-hmm. I would challenge you not to just like put it under the rug, but like get to the deep rooted issue yeah. and do the work to be able to rejoice with that person in their highest of highs yeah. and not want the worst for them in the lowest of lows mm-hmm. because you know whether it's a a sibling or a coworker, like you might be with that person for a long time mm. and so it's just like no i'm gonna choose to figure this out mm-hmm. and i'm gonna and you know as we all know relationships it's it's a two-way street so yeah. like but you have to do what you what only you you're can responsible do for your you power. yeah yeah so yeah no that's great that's my last, last, Your last, 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 last thing. Thing. No, we. That was a good conversation, and um, thank you guys for listening. And yeah, I'm. I don't know. That was good. Very Not sorry. what I expected. <laughs> yes. Me neither. But yeah, let's do it. Again, I'm Seth. And I'm Jackie. This is Never TMI, and we are signing off. Peace out.